This is the Tabletops and Tentacles podcast. Let's get your geek on. Welcome to the Tabletops and Tentacles podcast, a podcast about games, art, RPGs, comics, fiction, film, and everything geeky in between. This week we are kicking off the first of a series of themed podcast episodes that we have kind of aimed towards celebrating the release of the new systems. I don't know, is that how... In anticipation. In anticipation. Yes, uh, because <laughs> because we can't afford the new system, so we're talking about old games. <laughs> that may be accurate. Vintage <laughs> yes. games. Vintage games. So we are uh, going to be doing a series of episodes sort of breaking down not so much generations of games, but almost like technology jumps you know the problem is 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 they uh they it's hard to define when the generation mm-hmm. changed with game systems and and they people haven't even decided on it yeah. so to be honest we've we've kind of set our own parameters yeah we, we've totally set our arbitrary. own we, we've set our own generations that we have what we're gonna have and they're not really gonna necessarily be that complete because we didn't have all the systems which is legit like this is a completely subjective list of games that meant something or that we enjoyed the most from each group of game systems this isn't these are the best games Chris's is not the best games my list <laughs> is the best games <laughs> my list is the 10 games I can remember playing through my adult memory <laughs> So we thought this would be really fun. Uh, The first episode here, we are going to discuss up through NES, basically. So that covers Intellivision and... What all does this? What does this? Cover? I think it's funny that you're bringing up like Intellivision. Do you even have a single Intellivision on your list? I am aware of Intellivision. I knew. I know that it exists. <laughs> I don't even know a single game from that system, so I wouldn't like. So <laughs> I think I. I just feel like Intellivision's one of the first like landmark ones. There's the Atari Twenty Six Hundred through Seventy Five Hundred on this list. I don't know. I think I have one game on it because I know that Ethan had one that I remember playing. On an Atari? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he had the Atari and then he was all Sega. Bo had an Atari, but I thought the games were garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we should do a little bit of background here. We're actually waiting for uh, Devin to join us at some point here, but we're going to just dive in without him for the time being. Um, we didn't really have a game system... Until quite a bit later than a lot of other people did. Because um, we, our first system was the NES, right? And kind of our only system. And for a long time, we didn't have an NES. We used one at a house that we house sat at pretty regularly. And so that was sort of our introduction to gaming and outside friends of friends' houses. houses. Yeah. yeah. And so I had, like, I had quite a few, like, well-off friends that had decent systems that we played in. But that was primarily, like junior high era elementary school was mostly cousins and that one house that had an nes so our experience as 40 somethings is a little limited (laughs) that's right we're both 40 somethings barely (laughs) one of us is slightly less 40 something than the other one uh is that 
kind of NES was kind of the pivotal system for us. That's where we really started playing games, I think. Outside of, like, our uh, arcade games at the at Shakey's Pizza Parlor and the... Barring arcade games, which yeah. were much were better and stuff. It was just a better system. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Though Sagan Master System did have that cool snail game that you could play if you didn't it, it put a, an actual uh, <laughs> a game in just a the, cartridge in. the default one. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so there was that. If you don't have a game, there is this game. There is a random <laughs> snail game you can play. Uh, I, we are not including arcade games, we are not including no. PC games, this is just, we are also not including handheld games in this list. This is... No, I didn't have any. I thought up, about it, but I didn't actually know when a Game Boy yeah, fit into We, we should almost do like a handheld game countdown later if oh, people Lord. are interested, because I think that would be interesting, because I've had almost every handheld system between me and Lindsay. And so I think that would be kind of a fun countdown. But I feel like they're kind of a removed category from this. So we are diving into our top 10 early gen console games. Are you ready for this? Y'all ready for this? <laughs> okay, Ben. I need your help with my number 10, so let's start with it. Okay. This is because I remember legitimately loving this game in its you own had special my way. Now you have my attention. <laughs> I mean, I guess he's 40 something too, isn't he? <clears throat> but still looks like he's in his 20s. Uh, nobody ages as well as Leonardo DiCaprio. Dating supermodels can keep you young. Is that what it is? Is, he's, he's, is he a. Um, Vampire, he's could taking be. their youth. He could be. He can only date somebody that's twenty years younger than him. Um, Pong, number ten. Tyson and Bo, our cousins, had a game of Pong, and I remember it being epic. But it was also like a dedicated thing that we plugged into their TV, and it was the crustiest, just white and like greenish background system. But I re that was our introduction to home video gaming, and I remember it so distinctly, but I'll be darned if I can remember what system it was, or if it was literally just a dedicated Pong system. Uh, you know, I, I don't... I think, I think actually way back... I think in the 70s there actually was just a Pong game. It came it's, paddles. It's, yeah, and like, like, uh, a, like a twisting paddle that you made. And, and you, didn't, you couldn't play anything else. They didn't yeah. do cartridges or anything like that. I do, I do believe that's true. I don't have a clue if that was if it had a name system. Yeah. I don't think it was actually called Pong though. It may either. have just been called like table tennis. Yeah. Electronic table tennis. Something like that. <laughs> but uh, that is my number ten because it was such a pivotal like this is the first time we've played a video game at someone's house. You know, I guess I, I guess I give a lot of flack to the uh, to, to Atari garbage <laughs> games, but but Pong actually was a fun game. It was, it really was. It, I mean, it was just tennis. I mean, it was really. incredibly simple. Back and but forth. for what it was, when it was. I can't... I still remember that. I probably still play it today. Yeah, and I don't legitimately remember a lot of stuff from that era of our childhood. Like, I, I've blocked it out with memories of stupid facts about horror movies. So, 
for that to be so pivotal and memorable for me, I had to put it on my list as number 10. And I don't remember that, so I, I See, and guess. I do think it was, yeah, I, I remember it was me, me and Tyson played it in his room a lot back then. So It was probably his system, and, and, and Bo, Bo had the Atari. That, that's probably accurate, yeah. So he, he probably had the little Pong game or whatever. But. We're going to be name-checking our friends a lot on this what, episode. Tucker! <laughs> Shout out to the people who aren't going to uh, listen to this! I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Uh, my, my number 10 pick has me actually regretting my declaration of that my games are all going to be the, the actual top 10. Um, because it is G.I. Joe, the real American hero Ooh, on the NES. I forgot about that game. <laughs> that game's excellent. It was actually excellent. I, for, for when I was thinking about all the like Contra-type games and the side-scrolling yeah. shooters, the G.I. Joe one was actually really good. It was. It was uh, definitely my favorite of the Contra style side shooters. It was it was so different for its time period. I mean, you actually had to worry about ammo. If you ran out yeah. of ammo, you could only punch people. Um, it's, they had different abilities. It, there was one required character per level, mm-hmm. but you could switch between the other two that you selected yeah, before going which in. which was so cool. And, and they all had some kind of special ability that helped you get through. And as you went, you could actually upgrade your characters. They right. actually got better, but as long as they didn't die. If they which died, they lost all progress you made. Incredibly revolutionary for that time frame. It had vehicles. Yeah. You could actually enter into vehicles and actually and honestly, go through. Like, I it was a legitimate. It was actually a really good. Every each one of the characters had to, had different stats. They moved different. They jumped different, and they had different guns. Yeah, and it looked pretty good for being an NES game. Yeah, I mean it was. And like, then you fought like you, you you fought a bunch of mini bosses. Very strange man. choice in the characters that they had. They you were play. super weird. Like it yeah. was like I, I get the Snake Eyes and the Duke, but Captain Gridiron, <laughs> Blizzard, and Rock and Roll are an odd choice. <laughs> yeah, they of, really of are characters. I like uh, Rock and Roll. I'm I glad to. And Rock and Roll was old. He was classic. But yeah, but, Gridiron but, and Blizzard were very strange choices because <laughs> Blizzard isn't even the like the most well known of their. Uh, no, winter not. characters. I, I would say he's probably the fourth. He's just the guy that had the skis. <laughs> yeah. But, but what was what was funny about him is uh, on the snow level, everybody else slid. Yeah. If he used Blizzard, he didn't slide. Which was so he, pretty dang so, cool. Like It had weird things that like you weren't used to seeing happen in, in a game. I, you know, uh, I Snake had... Eyes used Chi to shoot, so he didn't actually yeah. use ammo when he shot. So you almost always took Snake Eyes because he jumped higher. Right, yeah. I mean, Snake guys was always the best yeah it's i had completely forgotten about this game great and it's (coughs) it was genuinely fun it was yeah i and just the the level of like new stuff that it brought to it that doesn't get appreciation honestly like no no nobody talks about this game yeah but but i thought I, i really enjoyed it it's a really great uh side that was an excellent that's an excellent choice Glad you remembered that one, because I did not at all. (laughs) I I really liked it. Okay, my number nine was another kind of nostalgic choice to a certain extent, but it's also a game that I played a ton that we never owned, and that is Asteroids, because they had it at the dentist office. They did. (laughs) 
But it was the one you played when Super Mario Brothers was taken. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. Like they had two systems, and one of them had asteroids, and I always got stuck on asteroids. And I was at the dentist all the time when I was a kid because I was always falling, like breaking a tooth or chipping teeth and that kind of thing. And I. I mean, it was a fun game, considering it was what it was. Like, it was on an older system. I don't even know what system it was. Probably one of the Ataris, is my guess. But, yeah, so uh, number nine is Asteroids, because I played a lot of that sitting at the mall <laughs> kid's dentist office. What was, what's funny about the, the dentist <laughs> offices is, like, I always remember I always remember that we were always in a competition to be on the best behavior <laughs> so that we could get done before the other person. Yes. Uh, because, because as soon as both of us were done, my mom would come back and take us and we would leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so <laughs> you only had the time between when you got done and your brother got done in order to actually play <laughs> to the To play video games, so, yeah. What we should have done is had a pack that one of us act up. Yeah, really. One of us got like, to play. Each and time we took longer, yeah. And alternated, but uh, it didn't work out that way. I feel like we spent so much time at that dentist office. I it, I just I, think it's because it's memorable because it was the place we played video games. I think was, so too. I don't think we were actually we, there that often. We were. We're not like Snaggletooth Red yeah. in the jerk band out here. <laughs> it's like, well, that's the way you're making it sound. Is like we got ourselves just here jerk band going on. <laughs> No, I'm saying we aren't because we went to the dentist so much. Yeah. Come on. We're hell bent to, to fight our, our, our heritage. Backwoods. <laughs> yeah, the mall. Man, I missed the mall. It had Aladdin's Castle and KB Toys and Walden Books. Back in the day. Yeah, it was good stuff. I remember the sheep shop was where all the like super swank like weird gifts were and I used to they used to have those like little weird dragon toys that I always wanted and I never got one. <laughs> what would you have done with one? I don't know. I was I was a collector I was a hoarder slash collector even back then. <laughs> <laughs> At this point in the recording, we took a brief break to feed the dogs, get some dinner, and figure out our audio system with Devin. You'll note that there's a pretty significant difference in sound here, and I apologize for that. Uh, Devin was calling in from Arizona, and there was some sort of weird interference between our recording device, my microphone, and Skype. I will try to get that figured out in future episodes, but I think I got it cleaned up about as well as I could So we are back, and we are joined by Devin and Pizza. So if you hear us eating, that's the pizza. <laughs> not hey, Devin. Pizza! We're not eating Devin. <laughs> so Devin, <laughs> you, you've come at just the right time. Ben is about to unveil his number nine pick. Unless you would like to use your number nine pick. Yeah, you can go, and then I'll go. It's cool. My number nine is Where in Time is Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> Ooh. I knew that had to be on there. <laughs> I had that one. It came with a fatty, fat book. It did. Mm-hmm. It did. It came with an encyclopedia. <laughs> that game was really cool because of that. Like it, it was one of those that actually utilized, um, something book. beyond just the game. Like it actually used the the instruction book. 
which I thought was pretty cool. It was uh, honestly, it was the best detective game of that of that group because uh, you had to solve the mystery and travel around and go through time, and you had trivia. Yeah, yeah. Actually, and the the animation in it was pretty solid too. Like it looked like the animation from the game or from the cartoon, if I remember right. Only eight bit. <laughs> I don't remember anything being animated. I just remember like eight bit renderings of stuff like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And, well, I guess and that's what I mean by. There was a horrible fucking elevator that you had to keep going back to. <laughs> and you could go get coffee in the break room randomly. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, that's right. I do remember that. And the box was awful. <laughs> it's got all those people in costumes. Yeah, I remember really liking the like the the illustrations on it. Uh, if you yeah, go ahead, close it. That's fine. Yeah, I legit haven't played that since. I mean, well, since I had my first Nintendo, so it's it's been a good twenty five plus years. We played the heck out of that game. I remember us playing a lot of Carmen San Diego. Actually, it was a game that no matter how many controllers you had, you could all play. Which is it true. Was just a matter of you trying to solve whatever the the mystery was. That was the start of our co-op. Oh. It was. It was co-op. <laughs> and I'm sure that was. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe it was. All right. What's your number nine, Devin? So, uh, in my unsorted list of stuff, uh, I guess for my number nine, I will choose. Night Driver for the Atari. Night Driver? Was that like uh, cruising Hollywood style or whatever that game was? So th- this game is like super, super basic, but I really, really liked it. It just it really set a mood. Um, so it, it's just what it says. It's you're driving and it's at night, and the whole game is essentially like the white line of the of the road like coming at you on the field of black. And you just drive at night and not, like, run off the road and die. This looks like it would be playing 80s synth music as you played. It is the perfect, perfect, perfect game for that. Um, <laughs> I don't remember it having music at all. Like, you know, a, a lot of Atari games didn't. Yeah, um, It probably had... Fuck, it's been so long. Uh, I should crack it out again. Except my Atari's in Idaho. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it probably just had, like, a... Sound, you know. <laughs> That's, in in a way, that uh, the night driver image and that noise is pretty much what I assume the inside of your head is like generally anyway. Uh, so <laughs> not too far off. Not too far off. It's more it's of an like, angry uh, growl. Instead of being black and white, it's like teal and magenta. Yeah. <laughs> like the box. <laughs> yes. Yeah, is that from like the, the original box. one? The the box has like the the sweet pink and purple cover on it. That looks like maybe that's a newer version. <laughs> it got a sequel. Looking this up to see what you're talking... Oh, no. <laughs> that is not it. Oh, this that's is probably cool. it here. <laughs> with the It says Night Driver, the Atari 2600 box. For sure. For sure. <laughs> that, that would be... Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> that one's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just... just Guy I'm race driving. Yeah. I'm down with that. <laughs> All right, number eight. What's that? I didn't realize there was a new one. Yeah, it looks like they must have come out with like a, I don't know, it looks like maybe a 16-bit version or something. I don't know. I bet it has better music. <laughs> Probably. I can only imagine. My number eight is Prince of Persia, 
which I don't think we ever had, but I remember playing it over at my buddy Nathan's house and loving that game. It just had, like, that, that smooth gameplay, like, animation of you, like, jumping and pulling yourself out of pits after you almost die. For that time period, it definitely yeah. was yeah. smooth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was I really was... easy to just randomly jump yourself into a spike pit. <laughs> yeah, it was. Which I did. Yeah, that was a probe game, right? The, the the developers were probe. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All of their games had like really, really just tasty animation, and then yeah, they all used that kind of like climbing mechanic. <laughs> um, they did. They did Alien Three, which is oh yeah, one of my favorites. That, that'll come up on the SNES. Nice. Uh, yeah. But so yeah, wait, I... did, they, did they release Prince of Persia for the NES? I believe it was a... No, because he didn't have an NES. It was a different system. Was it a Master System on this list? It would be, but I don't... I think it might have been a Sega Master System game that he had. Oh, okay. An Amiga. Yeah. Okay. Chris doesn't know. I I don't know. He's cheap. I, uh, so I have to specify that when we when we made this list, I went mostly off of memory and then just verified whether the time frame was correct. <laughs> Because I didn't want yeah. to like sit and stare at top 100 lists for hours trying to come up with things. I just wanted to, to be like that emotional memory response. <laughs> we made it to number eight before somebody accused somebody of cheating. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number eight, Ben? <laughs> my number eight was actually originally the game I thought was going to be the number one oh. on my list. And then as I started remembering things, it moved down because I love the game. Uh, it, it's probably the game I was actually the best at. It uh, is Duck Hunt. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> that was on my, like, bubbling <coughs> under list. Uh, I, I love Duck Hunt. I played it a ton. Um, it was one of the few that I actually say that I, I was legitimately good. You were excellent um, at that Because I, I even had to... I started coming up with ways to try and make it harder for myself. Like, I'd quick draw <laughs> and stuff and shoot out of out of my pocket. Or, um, But the reason it moved down my list is there, there really isn't that much to it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really change. It, the, the ducks just get faster. I mean, it's not... More of them. Yeah, it's yeah. not really... Right on. That's a... And that's a but really, I, like... I like I think that's the only thing we had to use that gun, yeah. but it was so good. <laughs> right on. That was a good choice. What about you, Devin? What's your number eight? Already? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> There's not that much so, to talk about with Duck Hunt. Yeah, you, you hunt ducks. You shoot a duck. You hate the dog. You played the arcade yeah. version, you could actually yeah. shoot the dog. That's fair. I mean, there, there, there was the other option, because uh, there was the clay pigeons. That's true. Like, you could switch oh, yeah. into oh, clay pigeons instead of the dogs, which I, I used to pretend uh, were UFOs mm. to make it fun, because also I was so young, I didn't know what the fuck a clay pigeon was, so they looked like UFOs, right? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, we've got to stop the space invaders. So that, that version was super fun to me. I would have actually liked it more if I'd thought of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my well, we number eight is another family, Atari so game. We knew what yeah, clay unfortunately, were. we yeah, I've I've shot clay pigeons with black powder rifles before. <laughs> oh, ew, that sounds awful. Actually, <laughs> it was more fun than regular guns. <laughs> sure, sure. That boom. Um, so for my number eight, I am choosing Yar's Revenge for the Atari. 
Yar's Revenge. You ever yeah, played so Yar's Revenge? So it's Yar's W A R S apostrophe. So it's like Yar's is a plural, and it is their revenge. Okay. Um, it, it came with a little comic book uh, in the instruction manual um, that sort of explained that I and I'm doing this from memory, so I am so sorry if this is wrong. But uh, you're an alien race, and your home planet has been destroyed, I think. And, like, you're the solitary survivor uh, who has to get revenge on the, on the thing that destroyed your home world. Okay. And so you play this little bug ship, and uh, you're flying in front of this giant ship, and it's got a shield around it. You've got to chip down, chip away at the shield. And then when you've got that uh, chipped away so the main ship is exposed... You like back your ass up to the side of the screen, and that loads a super shot, and then uh, you can shoot that through the hole in the shield, which moves, um, oh, and to destroy the mothership and proceed to the next round. Okay, interesting. So we're it looking at pictures of that, awesome. and it's got like this weird, like color bar thing across the middle of the screen of every single. That's one. the shield. Yeah, that's the shield. That's interesting. How strange! Like it's it almost looks like a sci-fi version of Pong. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe except, I mean, I guess except you're not trying to <laughs> you're yeah. trying to not hit instead of hit the thing. That's interesting. But yeah, it's super fun. Like it is ridiculously fun. Um, as opposed to a lot of Atari games, which were like really fucking hard. Uh, it, it was it was playable <laughs> and enjoyable. Nice. Sounds nice. sweet. The cover's so. cool. I actually really like the cover. It's like this cool alien ship thing and a yeah. little spaceship. Nice. All right, so number seven. How do I have check Devin's my list? Because we did not have Atari. Yeah, I have no so Atari nice. stuff. <laughs> we didn't um, really I have never it. actually had an Atari growing up either, but um, my, uh, there was a kid up the street who did. Nice. Um, and so I would go up to his place and play Atari. And then um, some at some point in my 20s, I found an Atari 2600 at a Goodwill. And I, of course, I fucking picked it up. Yeah. Um, all I was missing was the RF RF switch, so I got one of those. Oh, nice. And then I'm slowly amassing a goddamn library of Atari games because nice. they're not expensive. No, <laughs> they're world. Unlike <laughs> some of the other systems, yeah, they're they're actually yeah. accessible. Uh, so my number seven is Tetris. Oh, you did yes. because man, that game shouldn't have been as fun as it was, but we used to play that. Hell out of that game. I not it's so much. Fun. Yeah, you weren't, but I used to be really good at Tetris. Like, we had the the version that had like the little, like Moscow would come up and run across the screen with penguins and whatnot, which was, you know, made perfect sense. <laughs> Tetris, <laughs> Tetris didn't make my list, but if if nobody had mentioned it, I was going to try and do it as a. Uh, uh, like an honorable mention. An honorable mention, because I didn't particularly care for uh, Tetris, but it's dear to my heart for one reason, and it's because my mom loved it. My mom, yeah, exactly. So it was, my mom hated all video games, and this was the video game that she got hooked on, mm -hmm. which softened her up to, to where, I, I, I think we would never have gotten a Super Nintendo if we had not, if Tetris had not been there. That was our gateway game for, that her, was the gateway for game. getting yeah. games at our house, yeah. That was that was so taste. That that is so funny. Um, so my mother also loved Tetris. Um, 
I, I had a, well, I still have, but it, it doesn't work right anymore. But um, I have a Tetris watch. And uh, I wore that all the time as a kid, and we would compete, like if we were waiting at the dockers or, you know, any time we were sitting for long periods with each other, nice. we would pass the watch back and forth and try and beat each other's high scores. Oh, that's awesome. Like, she was really good at it, and I was really good at it, so <laughs> it was neck and neck a lot of the time. Like, sometimes my dad or my, my half-brother would try and play, but neither of them were very good at it, but mom <laughs> and I were constantly on that thing. Yeah, I and that's and that's exactly why I put that on there too was cuz mom loved that game too. Mm -hmm. And like apparently Tetris is the choice of 80s moms. <laughs> clearly. Clearly. Like I mean, even later in life I think she had it on her uh on her like Kindle Fire. Like, so she nice. still playing Tetris. It's it's worth noting though that my mom would wipe the floor with us. Oh, she was so good at it. She was so good. <laughs> and it's like the only thing like, she so played. So good. So good. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's cool. <laughs> yeah. What's your number seven, Ben? My number seven is Star Trek: The Twenty Fifth Anniversary. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Yes. This yes. to this day, this game is probably the quintessential. Uh, uh, Star Trek game, honestly. It <laughs> like, it had space battles, it had away missions, it had, uh, you went back in time, uh, it, it had lots of tie-ins to the actual show. Um, it really flavor of the series. It was, it was. And, and no, and, and very few other places has, have ever even gotten close to making it feel like I the actual series. I completely forgot about uh, this game, but it was great. Because they, they all focus on the combat. And, and... Like, which is the most boring Star Trek? Absolutely, and rarely happened. Like, if there was combat, it was like they would fire like a little bit in one episode, and that would be the end of it. Uh, there, there wasn't any like every everything in Star Trek focuses on either the combat or the world building, and neither of those were things that, if you actually were fans of the show, took place. Yeah, uh, this game did a fantastic job. I also love how you could always have the generic uh, security officer with you. <laughs> <laughs> the red shirt that you could. That's a great choice. I'd completely forgotten about that game. I love that game. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. I, I still have that record. <laughs> I love games so fucking much. It is so good. That is a great choice, Ben. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, gentlemen. <clears throat> Devin, number seven. You missed me declaring before this started that uh, these were the greatest. Yeah, Ben's are the time. actual top ten. Yeah, they're the greatest. <clears> 10 oh, games. oh, I see. Uh, yes, we 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 may come to fisticuffs about this. Although I don't know, that was a song. goddamn choice. So. <laughs> Let so your what seven are, what on it. Seven? <clears throat> yeah, number seven. Okay. Um. For my number seven, I am going to choose the NES game Abadox. Mm. Do you guys remember this one? I'm aware of it, but I don't know if I ever played it. I don't know. Mm. It's awesome. So it's fucking hard, and I've never gotten very far in it. But just because of the visuals, like it is so gross looking that you play a, a little true. dude, little thing, and you are <laughs> going through the inside of an alien organism. That's like cool. you, uh, it's sort of a side-scrolling shoot thingy, and like one hit you die. But like you are on the inside of an alien body. It's disgusting, and I love it. Dude, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's disgusting. It's like all there's, the levels are made out of hamburger. Yeah, there's like worms. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. 
like the, the, the like I could not look away from the visuals as a kid. I was just like, this is amazing. It's so gross. Well, there's like like shooting space eyeballs, so of course this had to be on your list. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I have definitely never played this looking at it, but it is rad looking. So hard. I tried uh, playing it again recently um, after I built my RetroPie console, and I was so much better at it as a kid. And I, I can't get like past the first fucking level now. Dude, games are so hard after <sighs> like going back to them. They're so hard. Absolutely. Well, we were kids. Like we had nothing better to do. We could come home after school. We had like six hours like with our thumbs up our butt, yeah. so we could do nothing but like replay these levels until we didn't suck at them anymore. You can't do that as an adult. No. I, ironically, that leads me into my number six perfectly because it's Battletoads. Oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> oh, sweet. Good, good call. It's so hard, though. <laughs> level three. Oh, that stinking, like, jet ski level was so hard. <laughs> yeah. I, I always have problems with the with the, ton, the, the hole that you go down. To, to get to the jet ski part. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever beat that game, but man, I love that game. It was, it was a lot of fun. fun. And it was, it was, it was an awesome co-op brawler. Yeah. From yeah. Nintendo, which was, yeah, it was hard. Like I, I'm not good at games. I'm, I'm going to be the first. To <laughs> yeah. Neither of us. I don't, I don't even it, know yeah. if I've beaten half the games on my list. I but, can honestly say that I have not beaten half of the games on my list. <laughs> was very hard. But I, I did. We all suck, because I'm in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> but I played the first three levels, or first two levels of Battletoads. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're the perfect right. people to make this list. That's right, these are the top ten games from 1980s that we didn't beat. This is the, this is the top ten first levels. <laughs> that we played over and over and over again. <laughs> that hits a little close to home, actually. Because yeah. like even in my later <laughs> list, I, I feel like that's kind of it. It's like, I really like the first couple levels of this game. You know, I could say that, like, even, like, modern games these days, like, I've still not gotten anywhere close to beating Skyrim. <laughs> Well, the, the one of the games that I barely, like, it, I wanted to put it on my list, but I just couldn't find it, was uh, Nightshade. Hmm. And Nightshade was a wonderful game, but I don't actually know how great the game overall was, because I only could do, like, three things in the entire yeah. game, and then I would be, and I, I forgot about that every game. time. What's your number six? My number six is North and South. I don't know what that is. Is that like Risk? Civil War game? It's the Civil War game. (laughs) And like you you moved around and you could play versus each other and you moved around the map and uh, if you can't, like they were all like mini games. Like if you attacked a fort, you had to do this like side scrolling running thing. If you robbed a train, it was another side scrolling thing. I forgot about that. But if you met armies in the open field, you actually had these battles (laughs) where you had like a cannon and you had cavalry and you had soldiers and you had to move them around the field but once you like once you activated your cavalry they just kept running straight no matter what and so you had to position them otherwise they would run right off bridges or right (laughs) off the side of cliffs i remember that game because it it was it had a little more to it than a lot of the other like mass battles type games it was so fun just to play with your friends yeah because when you were doing the side scrolling things they would take over the enemies on it too so they would just sit there and hit you off the train or yeah, like it yeah. was. It, it was. 
I remember that, like, you would, like, be, like, crawling around a fort, and the the other player could, like, control the bad guy Uh on the screen. That was actually really fun. Totally forgot about that game. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I I liked it. It was fun. What is your number six, Devin? My number six is Gyrus. Why do you keep uh, picking all these games that are hard for me to spell? (laughs) G-Y-R-U-S-S. Um, that's a game that I continued to play well into my twenties. Like I used to fucking sit down and, and play it every day before I went to work. When I worked at the video store, I love this game. Um, you're a ship, uh, and <clears throat> okay, so you're sort of constrained yeah. to the circle around the perimeter of the screen. And you're firing into the screen at these waves of aliens that are coming at you. And at the end of each stage, there's a big boss that you have to fight. And I, I don't know what it is about the game. Like the, the soundtrack's fantastic. I really like the gameplay. I didn't suck too terribly bad at it, although I have never beaten it. I think the furthest I've gotten is maybe Jupiter. Huh. <laughs> so... That is really uh, interesting. Like, the way the ship is set up on it. Yeah, you're in, like like, a... Almost like the hand of a clock going well, around. It, it, it makes it feel like it has a 3D like shooter. Yeah, like first person. Well, yeah, shooter so you're going into different. the screen rather than just like uh, side scrolling. Really yeah, yeah. Um, That's yeah. Cool. I just think it's super fun. And uh, there was an arcade version as well. And uh, the NES version does a really good job of translating the arcade version to uh, home console. Nice. Yeah, that's really different. I, the the angle of the ship and everything is really different for that era, especially. That's really that's cool. Yeah, and each level starts with the uh, the uh, opening strain of Takata and Fugue in D minor by uh, Bach. Nice. <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> They're space, like royalty free music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number five. Uh, in keeping with hard game mode, because I couldn't decide which of these should rank higher, is Ghosts and Goblins. Oh my god. Because yeah. oh, oh, the hardest game ever made. That is. So, so hard. True. I wanted to be good at that game so bad because I was such a huge fan of knights and castles and, and, and really monsters. Cool. And yeah, it was super it cool it looking. Was so cool. But man, that game is hard. <laughs> it was. It was so hard. Uh but I had to put it on there because, again, I played those first couple of levels over and over and over again. <laughs> I played the first couple screens, I think, a lot. Well, and that was the thing with that game, too, is the save system on it was so brutal. Like, there was no... Because I didn't have one? Yeah, there was literally yeah. nothing. You were like, oh, nope, you're dead. Start over entirely. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never felt more hated by a game. Yeah. <laughs> But it looks so Why would you love me? (laughs) I wanted to see the last part so bad, and I never got very far into it, but I played it so much. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I heard it's even more brutal than you even think, because you get to the boss, apparently, and you beat him, and then you have to start all the way over again. You actually have to beat the game twice. Oh, that's insane. Oh, I hate that. I refuse to acknowledge that that's even possible. So, (laughs) yeah, so, I mean, it's that game, but yeah. What's your number five? My number five is probably going to be a crossover. I'm assuming you're probably going to have it on here at some point. It's Wizards and Warriors. I do not actually, but I really considered it. I can't believe you did. I thought I it was know. your favorite game. I know. I, you know, I, honestly, I just kind of forgot about it until towards the end on it. 
But I do love that game. Uh, and and the second one was good. Oh my too. gosh, you're right. Uh, I I put a, a restriction on myself that I'm only going to use one game of each type of, of series and stuff too. But the sequel, the second one was pretty good. Third was okay. Yeah, the third was all right. Man, oh my gosh, uh, how did I not put this on there? Because I did like this was like a fun Ghosts and Goblins game. It was like because it wasn't in te- like we beat this one. Yeah, like, it wasn't like it, it was. Ah, uh, you're right. This should have been on my list. I somehow, like, I had it, I wrote it down because I remember the name of it, but until I looked up the pictures just now with that bow-legged knight and his sweet giant fat sword, I forgot how much I loved this game. His sword was so, like, the way he struck, though, was weird because it looked uh-huh. like he was just standing with it. Yeah. It was, um, but anyway, it was it was a fantastic uh, side-scrolling game of, of jumping and and. I, I almost say you go more vertical than and then side scrolling a lot in this game. Yeah, because you're traveling up trees. But as you go, you start unlocking things like uh, a feather that makes you let you fall slower, uh, uh, boots that help you walk on lava, and yeah. stuff. So as you go, you're you're finding keys and you're unlocking things and you're you're just progressing. It was a lot of fun. Man, I I'm really bummed that I forgot about this game because it would definitely be on my top ten list. I'm I'm erasing the rest of my list, and the rest is all just Wizards and Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played it. It's, Any it's, of them. It's really fun. I think it, I think it would even hold up. I think you would like it even today. Yeah. I can't remember if it was the... I think the second one was more of the same. I think it was a it lot. Was, it just had other things. Um, it was a little more game. RPG-y in that you could like buy stuff from vendors and stuff in the I second one. I thought that was one. the third one. Maybe it was But the, the third, third one, it was crazy because it actually... Maybe it was the second one that did that. The third one, you actually you could actually be a wizard, a thief, or a warrior. Oh, yeah. And you, but you, it was so hard to get to... It was so much yeah. harder than the other ones because you yeah, actually had to go and unlock each of the different suits and then you had to get better at each of those different oh, uh, outfits and switch and there were doors that only thieves could get through yeah. places only a wizard could go to and i am so nostalgic for this game now yes. i'm just gonna quit guys and go play this game while you guys finish up my list <laughs> I, was, I thought sure, i thought this was gonna be your number one i cannot believe i forgot I how much i love this game yeah. actually like just seeing the box uh, or the package on the NES cartridge itself. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah! Where it's like a Conan, half-naked Conan uh-huh. barbarian on it, even though you are a completely full <laughs> yeah, suit of armored knight. Exactly. <laughs> in the game. Nice. That was an excellent pick, and I'm so glad you put it on there, because it, yeah. Uh, Devin, what is your number five? Uh, my number five is... Um... Gremlins 2. Oh, oh, I actually like that nice. one a lot. I did. That was... It's yeah. like... So licensed games typically are garbage, total fucking shit, unplayable, uh, miserable, miserable things. Gremlins 2 is not that. It is super fun. And um, <laughs> aside from not really having all that much to do with Gremlins 2, they... Uh, <laughs> They get the theme from Gremlins 1, like, spot on for the game music. Yeah. Like, just just a blast. Just everything you would want out of a Gremlins game. I think they, they got it right on that one. Yeah, that was the one Unlike, that, um, say, like on you fought the giant uh, spider gremlin and everything in it. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess it does have a lot to do with, with Gremlins 2. And you are in the mall, I guess. But it doesn't feel like it's specific to that that yeah. movie, it just is like Gremlins, the game. Yeah. 
No, that that's a great pick. I'd completely forgotten about that yeah, game. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Nice. I like it. All right. Um, number four. Number four, four, four. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the NES. Oh, my God. Wait, okay. the, the first one? Yeah. Not to the arcade game, but the first, like, the original? I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love that game, and I am a huge apologist, and I will fight for it. But uh-huh. it's awful, and people hate it. Like, what? why is this on your list? I don't know. I liked it. We used to play it all the time. Well, we used to play the first, like, <laughs> level of it. The damn level was impossible. It was. It's another one of those that I like, no, never got no, past. No, no, no. See, this is, this is something I'll, I'll argue, too. Like, I don't understand why everybody has such a fucking hard time with the demo. The demo was easy. The level after that is fucking impossible. Well, I wouldn't know. I never saw the level after that, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> That's because you're bad at video games. <laughs> this is a list of games from people that are bad at video games, Devin. Jeez. <laughs> you're secretly good. <laughs> we got a ringer in here, guys. <laughs> I've, I've never seen the second level of Contra. I'm not good at games. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I remember playing this game a lot. The The middle bank here of my game choices are all games that I enjoyed, but we never got very far into. <laughs> which, which, it's funny. It's like you brought up the arcade game. I almost put it on my list because it was I, that is a really good It is really good, yeah. I think that the arcade game one is probably a better game, but I played the other one more. I, I played them both to death. I, I, I tell you, I still have the first one. I don't have the arcade game, which is a shame. But they did do a really good job of uh, converting the arcade game the arcade to NES, because obviously that's a huge drop in, in quality and yeah. space. Yeah, absolutely. It was a really good game. Uh, I just, I found this list was actually really hard to do. I had a ton of games that are really good games that I just couldn't find a place for. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't that they were bad. And I just apparently completely forgot some of my favorite games on the NES. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number four? Uh, my number four is, this is actually the game that, honestly, is, it might even be the best game of that entire generation. Of, of, it came out, it had it was Super Mario Brothers 3. Okay. Uh, it had great graphics for that time period. It had good gameplay, had good design. Uh, and and I, I think it's a really great game. Um, I, I almost it was toss up because I also really enjoyed uh, Super Mario Two. I, I had to choose one or the other. Same. Uh, um, number three, or actually number two, is one of those games on my list as well. Sorry. And I'll go ahead and throw it because I I have no, Mario Two on mine for number two because yeah, like those two games were both. So good, and we played them a ton. I think Super Mario 3 was a better game, but I, I think agree. Super Mario 2 I have better memories of. Yeah. I have yeah. fonder memories of playing Super Mario 2. Uh, there was that aspect uh, of being able to play the different characters, and we each had our own favorite character that we played. Uh, 3 I, was a great game. I'm going to say that, that Mario 2 is a better game, but Mario 3 is a better Mario game. That's fair. I could see that. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Because I definitely prefer to. Um, it's still the one I go to uh, to play. I, I love the character selection. I love that it's so batshit strange. 
Like, even <laughs> from Mario Kart, where you're like, going down pipes and jumping on Goombas, it's stranger than that. <laughs> yeah. It, it, also ha- it does also have my favorite Mario villain in it, the Shy Guy. The Shy Guy is great. <laughs> oh, yeah, Shy Guys are cool. Yeah, um, I really like Birdo, and I like that the, <laughs> that the instruction manual indicates that Birdo is a guy who thinks he's a girl, so it's like, you know, a little, little transaction going on back in the 1980s. I like that Birdo had a lot more to actually beating. Yeah, the strategy of like, timing the eggs <laughs> yeah. and everything that was tricky. It was, I, 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 I do. I, I think two is a great game, but we we shouldn't be talking about it right now. <laughs> but uh, Super Mario, Super Mario three. Uh, that that's my fourth pick. I, I think a lot of people would argue that it's probably the best game. It's my fourth. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, nice. That's where I am. What's your graphically wonderful? Yeah. Um. So the next on my list would be Knight Rider. <laughs> and <laughs> with a K this time, right? With a K this time. <laughs> Devin's list is ten ten games about shooting aliens or driving cars. Shut up. Um, so. Uh, again, Licensed games are typically terrible, and this one absolutely is. I've never played it, and I have played it consistently for like fucking years now. Um, it's not good. The The combat remains relatively the same throughout the whole fucking game. It's impossible to goddamn beat. But I love the music. It's really relaxing to me to, to drive, to like just endlessly drive even though um the drivers start getting more and more obnoxious the further you get in and then they start like throwing bombs and there's helicopters and shit but um and i just love knight rider so much that like i'm willing to forgive a lot (laughs) and this game takes some forgiving i do like looking at the the screenshots of it i love the the dash of kit yes like that's great <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. When emulation first became a thing, uh, one of the emulators allowed you to um, uh, just like single out music tracks without uh, any of the other audio going on. So I recorded the music <laughs> and put ripped it to MP3 so I could just listen to the to the soundtrack of the damn game. Nice. Uh, stay. It gets stuck in my head. I really like it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> right on. <laughs> I I could have guessed that you would pick this, but I was only tangentially aware of the existence of it, and I had no idea what kind of game it was. But when you first said the other Knight Rider game, I thought this is what you were talking about. No. <laughs> All right. So no, my but number... I to you that when I was a kid and playing Knight Driver, I was pretending I was driving Knight so... Rider. <laughs> um, so I'm going to pick my next one. Where's it at? I I numbered them, but I didn't write them down in order. Oh, here we go. Rampage. Because that Did is... So this is you say grapeage? Yes, grapeage. <laughs> no, rampage. No, what did you say? Oh, rampage. Rampage. The grapist. The grapist. <laughs> oh, can I, can I yell about this for a second? Sure. In the mouth. So, Rampage is one of my all-time favorite arcade games, but I fucking hate the Nintendo version... Because they don't have Ralph. That's true. It's just George and Lizzie. You can't play fucking Ralph. Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. 
Yeah. Well, of course he is. He's a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Ralph the best, too, in the arcades. But I also am going to just jump right in here and say that Rampage was also my number three pick. Oh, it's your number three? Yes. <laughs> nice. So we might as well just get it out of the way at the same yeah, time. that's fair. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I liked it. I still liked it. <sighs> it, was, it was a very, like, co-op competitive game, which I thought was really fun. <laughs> like, the fact that you could eat the opponent when they yeah, turned into the humans. Yeah, there's nothing more sad. Satisfying like than that's... eating the opponent, your opponent slash partner, or whatever. Because obviously you can't continue without them, right? So it's weird. <laughs> like one of you has to I, stay I, alive. I you guys so much. Like you grew up with a live-in player too. That's like I never had that. So nice. And and to be honest, Rampage without that player too is not. It's the not same as fun. Game. That's true. Like Great. we could. I don't think you can beat. I don't think there was an actual end to the original. I don't think there was. It just kept uh, going. The arcade version does. Yeah, I don't know. Because you have to get to like a certain point, and then you. I can't remember what happens. I never played the arcade one enough, but was it Shakey's? Shakey's? Oh yeah, it was it Shakey's? Shakey's Yeah, Shakey's pizza. (laughs) That pizza was terrible. (laughs) Their chicken was good though. I actually like their pizza. <laughs> ben, have you ever said no to a pizza? No, this is not this is not the body of a man who turns down pizza. <laughs> What's your number three, Devin? Uh, my number three is a boy and his blob. I love. Oh, that. right on. I. I would have in- definitely included that game on my list, except I never played it on the uh, actually on these systems. But I played it later, and I oh, I love nice. that game. Yeah, I, yeah, Crystal I did that once, but I, I used to rent it all the time from Video City. I think nice. Yeah, yeah that's uh, th- that's one of the things that I miss so much is being able to like just go rent game games to play yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that way if it like sucks total shit like you just have it for three days and then you bring it back as yeah. opposed to now you can spend 60 to 80 dollars on a game and they can send you a case that doesn't even contain a cd but a download code <laughs> and then download the fucking game and you can't even sell the fucking game and you paid 80 dollars for this piece of shit you don't want to play what Massive game was it that you did out. that for is that the, the new halo there's a lot of games that are like that. And now there's also the new practice where it's like they'll give you a half a game and then they patch it later. Yeah, and like a 19 gig download on day zero. <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, I already did my number two. That was Super Mario 2, and we've kind of discussed it. So Did we discuss this game other than the fact that it oh, was... Oh, Boy and His Blob? Yeah, tell us more about Boy and His Blob because all I see is that there were weird flavored jelly beans. Yes, and the weird flavored jelly beans you feed to your pet blob to transform him into different objects that allow you to navigate the environment. So you can make your blob into a trampoline or a ladder or an umbrella or a hole in the floor that you can pass through. And then you can whistle and the blob will follow you. It's so much fun and it's so clever and it's so weird. That's pretty awesome. I do really like that. So he's kind of the MacGuffin. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I so it's like all it. side-scrolly and... That's mm-hmm. cool. I actually, I have I have the newest, the new version on my hmm. uh, um, PlayStation 4. Oh, really? And 
I, I love it, and it's very cute, but I don't think it's actually as, like, from what I've seen of the original, I don't think it actually ha- is as complex. I don't think it has as much to do. Oh, that's this here with, like, the, uh-huh. the cutesy animation Yeah, it's really here. cute. It's adorable. Huh. And it's still fun, but I just from what I've seen of the original game, I don't think there's as much you can do. Oh, it is gorgeous, though. Man, I love the backgrounds and yeah. stuff on it. Hmm. I remember being a kid and playing the original and feeling like it was it was a very dark game. Like I felt like a boy who was in trouble and you know needed to. I forget what the plot is. I don't remember if you're trying to find your parents or what. But I felt like, oh my god, I'm in peril and I need to do this adventure. Well, and it definitely it has that like 1980s New York City at night vibe to all of the screens uh-huh. I'm seeing here. Like you look like you're out at three o'clock in the morning in the city. Yeah, the whole game <laughs> feels like it's at night. Yes. Yeah, that is funny. Like it does definitely have that vibe of oh look, this kid's he's having adventures and babysitting, but there's no Elizabeth Shue to save him. <laughs> oh man, that movie's so good. <laughs> huh? That's cool. Right on. Okay, so that was our number threes. Number two. Number two, Ben. What is your number two? What's your number two? Uh, mine was Super Mario 2. We didn't actually talk about it because we were... Super Mario 2! It's with great. It. <laughs> it is. Good game. Who is everybody's chosen character? Luigi. You know, really? uh, initially I liked Princess Peach. Mm-hmm. I did. Um, but then I started to actually appreciate Mario in it. His like, quicker jump. Yeah, the, like at first, I I couldn't. I thought it was ridiculous that you would ever choose anybody but Princess Peach because she could float. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but then I I kind of enjoyed the little short jumps and quicker. I've replayed it recently on that little like the the thing that they put out, and honestly, Mario is my favorite to play. Huh. Yeah. I'm I'm still a. Hard and hard and fast with the princess. Occasionally Toad because I uh, like the quicker um, grab turn up time. Yeah, because you can get all those coins and all the fucking turn ups. And sometimes, but, man, yeah. the, like that quick pull ammo was essential at certain scenes. Right, <laughs> for real, seriously. But for, yeah, I love missing princess. For anybody out there that doesn't actually know what this game is, it's actually oh, like, yeah. it's not the same as other Mario's because you don't jump on people's heads and, and they they flatten and you kill them. You actually no, have you, to pick uh, people and throw yeah. things. You pick things up and throw them, and, and so it was a completely different dynamic. It is so. funny. Like I, I, when I first started playing it a second time, I'd forgotten that. Yeah. <laughs> I went to go and jump on the first enemy, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you have to throw stuff to kill them. <laughs> well, so the game wasn't designed as a Mario game. It, it was close to being completion, and uh, Nintendo said, oh, my God, we needed a new Mario game, and so... They put Mario characters into this almost entirely finished game that had really? nothing to do with Mario, and they wrapped it all up with the ending, which is where Mario, spoiler alert for a 30-year-old game, <laughs> where Mario wakes up and the whole thing's a dream. I had no idea that that was the case. Uh, um, huh. Which I think is funny about that is then then it actually added some of the more iconic uh, characters to the Mario lore. Right. Yeah. Like Shy yeah. Guys appeared in Tennis and yeah. all these other <laughs> ones and stuff, and that's... That's from, really so. funny. Huh. I had no idea that that was originally designed as a different game. That's pretty cool. I would never have played it, probably. No. <laughs> What's your number two, Ben? My number two is Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda! I love Legend Solid. of Zelda. I thought that game was fantastic. It was one of the funnest games I'd ever played at, at that time. Uh, I, I was a little miffed that I, there was one of the... Uh, 
because it came with a map, mm-hmm. and one of the dungeons was not where it said it was on the map. Oh, really? <laughs> you were led astray <laughs> by that. <laughs> but, uh, huh? I, I didn't know that it came with a map, uh, and as a kid who found that game frustratingly hard, that probably would have come in fucking handy. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's one of the things, like, back in the day, like, you got more than just a seven-page safety warning with your game. You actually got an instruction book and add-in things. And that's one of the things I used to love. Like, I used to love getting a new game because it meant you got all the cool paraphernalia that it came with. <laughs> that you would instantly ignore when you first started playing the well, game. Yeah. And you'd read it yeah. later on the po- on the toilet. Well, that was you, though. You were, you, were the, you were the kind that would just put the game in and start playing, yeah. whereas I'd be like, hold on, I need to read the instruction book. <laughs> I'd be like the toilet book. <laughs> I I'm with Ben on this one. Actually, I never read the instruction book until I got stuck. <laughs> you monsters! You monsters! Well, a lot of the times you were renting a game too, and like yeah. you know, steal the instruction books, or they'd be wrecked, or it'd be a shitty photocopy that didn't have the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. Like, you would get the photocopy and it'd be like two pages and neither of them would have any actual instruction on them. It would just be like the cover and a page four from a different game. God, I miss renting games. I know, man. (laughs) I really do. Oh, man. (laughs) What's your number two, Devin? Poop. Um, no. Oh, I've never played that one. I've never played that either. And I'm surprised. Is it related to Boy and His Blob? (laughs) A man and his poop. (laughs) No, uh, my number two is actually probably tied for my number one. But um, so my number two is LucasArts Maniac Mansion. Ah, I'm, I'm so glad that somebody went ah, there. Yes, I am. I, I, I one of the finest games ever produced. See, and I never had it on console. I only had it on the the PC, and so I had I was I forced myself to leave it off, even though I knew it exist it existed. <laughs> on it. Well, the advantage to having the PC version is that you didn't have the uh, the the censored version. Right. <laughs> uh, but that's okay. the The NES version is the one that I still have the cartridge of, and nice. I love it. I it's one of my very very favorite games. It was one of the very first games that I ever played that had alternate endings. Yes. Uh, I I love the setting. I love all of the characters. It's I love so that it's very hard to die until you get fairly far into the game mm-hmm. uh, yeah I, like they want you to succeed i think yeah. um it's not easy by any by any stretch of the imagination like you have to work for it but like it's it's not punishing you to play it like ghouls and goblins yeah yeah that's the thing i love about the the lucas arts adventure games is that they want you to enjoy your time playing it and like exploring the story and world that they created not die over not just and over again. die until you get it right <laughs> yeah. yeah it was so complex too yeah like, it so was. complex oh, some of the, the, like, the random things you could do the puzzles the were stuff ridiculous. you were expected <laughs> to do and, and right. different yeah. characters could trying do every different. item on every object yeah. like just in <laughs> try this key with the pudding but- <laughs> but I mean, that, that encourages like lateral thinking, right? Just thinking true. outside the box. It's and I just I I think that game is fantastic in every way, shape, and form. And then every character, like every character you play, has a different soundtrack. Yeah. That's crazy. It's yeah. So cool. <laughs> and they fit all that on a cartridge. Yeah, that's actually one of the things that blows me away with that game is that it's 
it's a fairly thorough game. There's so much to do in it, and it was fit onto the same cartridge as some of these other games. Like, it just kind of blows me away. Um, nice. I... The, like, that game, yeah, it, it blew me away with all of the extra little things and yeah. stuff on it. It was such a more complex game than any of the like, yeah. that was used to at that time period. Yeah. So it was a great game. Great pick. Nice. That was... Uh, yeah, that's an excellent pick. Am I am I crazy, or am I the only person in the world that... Re- like, was there... There a TV show, Maniac Mansion? Yeah, yeah yes, there was. was. Ah, I knew. I, I, nobody <laughs> else seems to remember that. <laughs> oh, I, I can see you the theme song right now, but I'm not going to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's, it starred uh, Joe Flaherty from uh, SCTV. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. That's cool. Count Floyd himself. Yeah. Huh. That's uh-huh. cool. <laughs> All right, number one, you guys. My number one's a bit of an unorthodox pick, but as soon as I remembered its existence, I couldn't not have it as my number one, because I feel like it had the biggest impact on our gaming career, period, career, that's not the right word. We're professionals. The Game Genie. Professional bad. Exactly. (laughs) Because the second we got the Game Genie, I could suddenly play games. I know I, that's a weird choice, that is but a weird choice. it improved my experience with video games across the board on it. And it was just like, oh my god, I can actually play this game past level three all of a sudden. I don't think that's a weird choice. I, I absolutely <laughs> agree with you. I fucking love the game, Genie. I, man, it, it made uh-huh. unplayable piles of shit like Predator into a fun experience exactly yeah and that's exactly like as soon as i thought of it i was like oh my gosh how is that not like the thing i played the most because it made other games that i would have been unplayable playable bionic commando yeah bionic commando yeah oh my gosh the (laughs) x-men game oh oh, oh, the nes x-men game is terrible my grandma bought that for me it was awful I wanted to love it so much. What's your number one? Oh ben? my gosh, my, my number one is the greatest NES game of all time. I think I know what it is. No, okay. mine is. No, but okay. Is. Maybe it's the same. Same these. I think I can. I I can. Uninvited. <laughs> no. Oh man, that's a good choice. Ben no, loved love that game. I, I love Uninvited so much. And I had to put it as my number one game because of everything on this list. It is the only game I have attempted to play numerous times in the last, like, two no, years. No, that's... Even. Yeah, I would have been really disappointed if this wasn't your uh, number one, actually. I, I adored this game. I love adventure games. And, and uh, out of this series, with the same, it's the same company that did Shadow, uh, Shadowgate and Deja Vu, I... Uh, I think this one's better. It's the Haunted Mansion oh, one. It's way better. Shadowgate was hard as fuck. It was. But, uh, <laughs> it was. Flippin' Hellhound. I, I don't yeah. even know how to do it. Uh, but, the, but this game, and Deja Vu was like too easy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even common. I don't, it wasn't, I don't were, think I played Deja Vu. Deja Vu was like... I don't know. It was dumb. And like, <laughs> like one of the points in Deja Vu, there was a point in time where you actually had to... that You, you got mugged. And at one time the mugger had a gun, and one time the mugger had a knife. And you had a gun yourself, and you could punch things. And if you like the correct way of doing it is you had to punch the guy with the gun and shoot the guy with the knife. 
If you did it the other way, <laughs> you either got killed or got arrested. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. it's dumb. Uninvited though, it was <laughs> it is so brutally hard now. <laughs> like, like I could like. I remembered to grab the amulet before you leave the car, but I don't not I cannot remember how you can survive in this game without succumbing to the the darkness within the first like two minutes of the huh. game. Like I know there's a trick, but I cannot remember it's how to do so it. It's been so long since I've played. I I remember you used to play this game all, all the, time. the time. All the time. I love this game so much. <laughs> it was so great. All nice. of the weird, like I, I distinctly remember the the blue uh, monster that dances through the one room when you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, uh, it is it is a fantastic point and click game. I love this game nice. so much. That's yeah, that's great. I'm glad you had that as your number good, one. Good choice, definitely a good choice. And what's yours, Devin? Is it Nighttime Driver? <laughs> it, <laughs> it is not a it Driver is Night <laughs> Evening. <laughs> drive <laughs> it does it doesn't take place at night and there are no cars in it uh my number one is river city ransom ah nice nice which is probably my like other than maniac mansion is my very favorite nes game i built my retro console because i was feeling nostalgic and needed to play it and my actual copy is still in idaho with all my game shit that's so, excellent. I love the, yeah. the art style in that game. <laughs> it's, it's so weird and so much fun. Like, and I, and I, that that's another game more fun with the player too. But like, I love yeah. that you learn all of your all of the skills by buying books and reading them. <laughs> but you have to buy the books by beating up bullies and stealing their lunch money. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we ever owned this game, but I know we rented it a couple of times. I, I actually never played it until I played it as a ROM later, and that's the reason uh. why I didn't include it on my list, is because I never actually played it when it actually... Uh, that's awesome. ...actually existed. It's got such a great name, too. But it, it, it is wonderful game. It's it is a really good game. Well, and the stuff that they say when you beat them up, like, barf, and ugh, yeah, it's so funny. It's uh, another my game best, like... Oh, sorry. Growing up, had a copy, and we always played it's another game like your Maniac Mansion where they crammed so much stuff in one cartridge too. It so was like much, ridiculous yeah. Absolutely. Stuff they have in that game. And like the amount of interactivity, like the stuff that you can pick up and throw. And then of course there's the there's the famous spa scene where you can go in and get a spa and uh, the the animation is your character toweling himself in a spa with a naked ass. Oh yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> 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 I just saw some, oh, somebody on Etsy selling a, a, a cross-stitch version of that. Uh, That's on, amazing. Uh, that's, yeah, I, I think I need to buy it. <laughs> that's so take clever. it up in the bathroom. That'd be perfect. <laughs> uh, it looks like they redid it, and it's all lame and super anime-looking now. Yeah, there, there's been a couple of like sequels and, and redos, and I, I'm not interested in any of them. But the original has, has a very special place in my heart. Oh, and then like you can go into restaurants and shit, and, and you eat weird food like conger eels and squid <laughs> and whatever. And like the animation is you like eating the entire plate and everything, and it's so silly. And some of the fast food restaurants will have a, a smile from the waitress option, which is free. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Plays a little different now, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's so funny. Sweet. <clears throat> All right, so that was our top ten 
retro game system game picks. I think that was a well. Good. You got ten. Well, yeah, Devin, <laughs> Devin only got nine because <laughs> he showed up. Can late. I add Metroid? Because Metroid sure. should be on there. Sure, Metroid could be your number ten. We'll we'll add I, it I, posthumously. I prefer the NES Metroid to the Super Metroid. Fight me. I'm okay with that. I've never played either of them, so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, really? Ben, you love both of them, Yeah, weirdly, we never really played Metro much. Or, blah, 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 blah. Metroid. Yeah, Metroid. It's super good. Super nice. good. Nice. All right, so that was our first episode on our game countdown that we're doing. Epic game countdown. Uh, <laughs> That's our new theme, apparently. <laughs> I didn't know we had a theme. Next up, <laughs> the SNES and Genesis. Yes, and we will be back with the next so episode, where we're covering those, and it seems like a couple of superfluous ones that nobody ever had. <laughs> uh, so thanks for listening. As always, if you'd like to find more from Tabletops and Tentacles, you can go to tabletopsandtentacles.com, and you can find Ben and Devin writing in the magazine. Or Devin, you're you're online at places, right? The Instagrams. Pretty much only the Instagrams. You're on the internet. What what what's your username there? If people want to find you. Neon Robot Graphics. There you go. And Ben is. You're not really on anything, are you? I don't do them their internet and stuff. <laughs> you can find Ben. At home. At home. At your local pizzeria. <laughs> Say yes to pizza. Every single pizza place you go to, Ben is there. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember the like the back in the old days of the podcast get where you would have like weird ways to summon you in the middle of like you'd have to like burn a, a teddy bear in the middle of an alley on a Thursday <laughs> evening at nine PM. <laughs> I missed that. We bring that back. <laughs> Alright guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back. I don't have a I don't have a sign off for t- the tabletops and tentacles one.